So, I have something to say. Okay. Two years ago, yes. a movie came out. Yes. It was called Wonder Woman. Yes. We're going to talk about it today. Yep. Sounds about right. Back in May of 2017? Nope, June. Oh, it was June? Yeah. Seems like longer. Uh... Oh yeah, everybody! Welcome to the Media Lunch Break, bringing you all of your comic geek and movie news all in the time it takes to eat a good sandwich and then have a p- some Sour Patch Kids. <laughs> have a p- some have Sour a pa- Patch I almost said have a patch of Sour Patch Kids, and I was like, that's oh. not right. Uh, my name is Chris Rubin. Alongside me, as always, is my co-host, Andrew Dunn. Say hello, Andrew. Sour Patch Kids are the devil. Yeah, that's. Uh, I'll accept that. Yeah? They're still delicious. Well, the devil is delicious. That's... True, truer words were never spoken. Um, so we're talking about Wonder Woman. Um, yeah, I I wanted to talk about this. I know it came out a, lo- a while ago. I hadn't seen it yet uh, because you know life and right. that sort of thing. And part of me was like, uh, maybe we can just skip it. But I feel like we should. It is it is as they've been advertising the first female driven comic book movie. You know, if you don't count Catwoman ones. or Supergirl or T- Tank Girl, Tank Girl or yeah, the shitty ones, basically. Electra, or Electra, or oh, they're all so bad. Yeah, they are really bad. Debbie does Dallas. That one's fine. Yeah. Wait, the remake or the original? Yes. Okay. The comic. <laughs> the source material. Yes. Yeah, that's it's really strong. That holds up. The source material. Oh. And. There's no way to get out of this. There's no way to get out of this bit without just looking terrible. I'm just going to break out of the cycle. Yeah. So Wonder Woman has now, I believe, passed the other DCEU movies in uh, total domestic gross. In dollars, yes. Yeah. It also had the um, best second week. Okay. Like usually usually there's a steep drop off of mm-hmm. like 60 to 70%. Well, DC, for better or worse, always suffers or gains from word of mouth. Right. Right. Um, Batman vs. Superman had a huge opening weekend and immediately tanked after that. Yes, exactly. Same with Suicide Squad. Same with Suicide Squad. Even even Marvel somewhat suffers from this. They don't have it as bad. I mean, they all do. Um, All movies. Yeah. But uh, this one actually, like I said, normally they, they drop off from like 60 to 70%. This one I think was down to like a 30-40% drop off, which was great. You mm. didn't lose half your audience. You had them coming back for more yeah. or taking their friends to see it or something like that. Right. Um, so that is worth noting. Um, there's a lot I do want to talk about uh, because I, I it's this is an interesting movie to me in that... I a lot of people said this movie was some people say it's great. Yeah. Some people say it's terrible. <laughs> I think a lot of people say it's okay. Yeah. Um you had said it was okay. Yeah, I've seen it I've seen it uh three times now. And the first time I saw it, it was fine. Right. The second time I saw it, I liked it a little better. And the third time I saw it, I, I felt about the same as the second. Right. Um I I just saw it this afternoon. So I've seen it one time, but it's fresh in my mind. Great. Um, I would go, I would actually venture to say it's pretty good. I don't think it's great. Right. Um, 
they say it's the best DC movie. Yep. I would probably agree with that. I do, 100%. Yeah, I would probably agree with it. At least DCEU. Yeah. Oh, well, definitely. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I mean, I was, I'll be I'll be honest. The Dark Knight is hard to beat, but well, yeah, I no, I'm thinking of DC DCEU as yeah. well, and I all I was trying to do in my mind because I haven't seen Man of Steel in forever, Ugh. and I like that. I but again, I have that uh, feeling of like uh, kind of like I have with this movie where I'm like, it's not great, but it's I don't find it as terrible as I, I watched the movie for do. free on an airplane and I was like why am I doing this to myself You're like I want my money back yep um but I do yeah it's probably the best one it's it, it probably is the best I one. think so um that being said there's still things about it that you know didn't work for me yeah or could use a little tweaking well i would say as well there are a lot of small plot holes right that we'll right, probably right. get into yeah so i wanted to talk about i wanted to talk about this let's talk about what we don't like first because i always hate ending on what we don't like because <laughs> yeah. it's such a downer yeah. so let's talk about what we don't like first all right you want to just give me i'm just trying to let me let me find you some... I have a list of things, but I, I I'm interested to see. Oh yeah, I don't I don't have any list, but okay. there were there were a number of little plot holes. One is um one one of the plot holes that really bothered me the most, and it's the one that stands out the most in my mind, is when by the way, spoilers. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. jumping straight to the end. Yeah, let's do it. Um when Steve Trevor goes to uh <clears throat> when Steve Trevor goes to open the, the door in the plane. Yeah. Why one, isn't it locked? Because <laughs> it's a plane. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, yeah. and, or why is, that's really it. Like, right. why, why is it, why can he open it? Right. <laughs> that doesn't right, make right, any right. sense right. at all. Yeah. There are little things in this movie. I will say this to, to kind of compliment while also giving a critique that most of the, the complaints I have in this movie are smaller things, at least smaller than they've been for the previous movies. Yeah. Um, Things like that, where I'm like, ah, oh, you could have done that. Uh, DC is definitely, I think, learning from their mistakes. Yeah, I and agree. getting better at this. Um, but there were, yeah, there are little things like that that. Or I like, also... why doesn't why doesn't he jump out of the plane? You know, why doesn't he fly it super low to the the ocean and then try to swim back? Like he could have either flown it lower and then just jumped into the water and then it would have yeah. crashed itself. Nobody or like has, throw yeah, a grenade or something. Nobody has a parachute. I don't, yeah, maybe. Right. Maybe he doesn't, but he, you know, you still try. You don't just sure. shoot the fucking thing and die because it's time to die that's the same problem i had with rogue one everyone's just ready to die Die. because it's time to die right because they're in because they're in war and that's what you do to be a valiant hero i guess and and maybe he is that type of person but like i don't think he needed to be and i think Mm. most people are like if i don't if i can save the world and not die Die. yeah well i think that and he does strike me as that type of person who's like if i can save the world and not die i'll totally not die i think then just fix that by having a split second where he's like Shit, no parachutes. You know what I mean? Like, just acknowledge, like... Even that, I'm like, take a chance. <clears throat> just jump. You're over water. The, jumping that high would kill you. That's why I said bring it lower to the water. Oh, I see what you're saying. And, and the force would probably still kill you, but, like, think, you got a better shot. Well, I think... But I think the idea is that he wanted to go up high enough so that all of that gas is dispersed. Like, it cannot... Right, but if it just sinks into the ocean... Uh, yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, there are little things like that, that, that can be fixed. There was one, there was one for me that 
it's kind of small and it's kind of big. They have, so in it, Steve Trevor gathers up this posse of people. Right. Um, all, you know, kind of dynamic and differences and things like that. And I get what they're doing. I don't really know, with the exception of the one guy who's supposed to be a sniper, I don't really know what they do. <laughs> I don't know what their special skills are. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't, I was like, oh, this is the part where we gather a posse. I actually, no... I, I gathered, I, I get the idea of that. I, I sort of get that. I mean, the one dude is an actor, right? He wanted to be an actor, but he's sure. the wrong color. So he can become very, right. He, he can blends adapt. in. I think that's what they were going for, but like it never really like, yeah. Well, the one, never, the one dude's a tracker. Yeah. But they never really, really establish like exactly how skilled they are at this. I mean, I gathered when he was talking about him being an actor, I was like, Oh, I guess that's what he does. But it never, like they never had a moment where they got to demonstrate like no, really that skill. Um, he, he sort of did. Well, that's the other thing, right? Is that like he, he kind of did with the car, right? But then he kind of didn't because Steve Trevor is the one who thought up that idea on the spot. I mean, it's maybe because he was like, he's like, oh my gosh, there's a there, we don't have an invitation. What do we do? And Steve Trevor was like, just go in with confidence. And I'm like, if that guy's whole skill set is right. like, I'm an actor, and so I can weave my way in and out of these situations. That guy would have been. I, it should have been reversed. He should have turned back to Steve and been like, don't worry follow my lead well he sort of did though i mean i i get that maybe he was nervous but like he's still in the actual act of it is the one who was like i'm so sorry no my master's gonna hurt me yeah you know? he went he dove right into it but i it's it struck me as sure you know the, steve's the, idea i'll be honest the one that confuses the shit out of me is the the scottish sniper i'm right. like what he, he literally <clears throat> can't do anything no and that's actually the one that i most wanted to bring up because i think this was one of those times this is the point that was the point in the movie that I was like, okay, they're kind of learning from their mistakes and they're getting better, but they haven't quite hit it yeah, they right haven't yet because he did, they were in the battle and they're like, shoot him, shoot him. And the guy freezes up and he'd already demonstrated that he had P- uh, PTSD, right? which is a great detail. I was like, that's great that they include something like that. Cause I believe it, they called it shell shock at the time. They but, did. Yeah. Um, but I wanted to use the, the <laughs> you wanted to be PC. Yeah. Um, Good for you. But it, I was like, that's a great detail in, to include about somebody because yeah, that's a big aspect of this war and blah, blah. So he froze up and he couldn't shoot. And then I went, okay, that's great and all, but like, then what the hell good is he? Right. Where they got better is like in the next scene, instead of just like normally in, in the previous movies, I feel like they would have just had that detail and then never mentioned that it happened. Right. And this one, I was like, oh, shit, now they're going to, like, that's weird. And then, and just as I was thinking it, she was like, he can't shoot. And I was like, well, at least they acknowledged it. Okay, that's good. Sure. So how do we get past this? So where I'm like, they still have a little bit to go. They're gathering up and Steve Trevor is like, we're going to, I'm going to head on. You guys don't have to continue on. And everybody's like. No, we're going to keep going with you, except for him. He's like, guys, maybe I should. Maybe I don't need to go with you guys. I think you guys are good without me. And they convince him to go on. Yeah. And I was like, I don't. To me, if you see that guy in pain and clearly he can't fight because of his demons. And you understand where those come from. To me, the, the right choice would be to go. You know what? Yeah, you. You have done enough. You don't have to feel bad about yeah. not wanting to go. You've earned your you've earned your time. Right. You know, 
go with God, you're fine. Well, I actually have a, a way that I think would fix that problem, which is like totally take out the, hey, should I go? And no, you shouldn't. Just just accept that he's coming <clears throat> with because he's family. But, okay, he can't shoot people. Right. What can he shoot? That's another, that's a good solution. No, uh, one I like of the, that. When I saw the plane was starting to take off, I was like, take out the tire. Shoot the, yeah, shoot the planes. Take out the tire. It'll just yeah. fall over. I was like, well, that's perfect. And that would be a great way, like... Even if they kept the moment, he's like, I can't shoot people. And she still does the thing about, well, then who will sing to... Like, right. she still kind of coaxes him along. Right. And they all know he can't shoot a person. And he knows he can't shoot a person. But now is his time to but shine. But now is his time to shine. I can do that. I'm still yeah. of value. Because he's and still he the best marksman. He yeah. just can't shoot people. Yes. And he can still... Yeah. So he can find value in himself. There's, That's there's another a, There's solution. a great uh, anime that I'll probably assign to you at some point called Trigun. Okay. I've heard of it. Magnificent show. It <laughs> is all about a guy who is wanted by the law right. for like i forget how, it's like 25 billion dollars or something because every town he goes to he demolishes <clears throat> and hundreds of thousands of people have been killed by him right what you come to find out is that it's this dude is actually just living his life as peacefully as possible he refuses to kill people right the reason the bounty has gone up so high is because people keep trying they to catch him, him oh. for the money right and they in turn destroy, destroy. these towns oh, and kill wow. a bunch of people just in the wake of yeah. trying to catch this guy that's fascinating. who is so elusive right and, and he's it, just trying to yeah. live his life in seclusion somewhere exactly yeah 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 and i think that there's there's a good turnabout that can be done with this character yeah. um and like I said, at least they acknowledge the first thing. I, I do agree. I think it should have been what Suicide Squad should have been. That we should have had, like, three incredibly <clears throat> eclectic, interesting, unique, colorful characters right. who each have their own strengths and weaknesses, right? Right. Like, if the, the Scottish sniper has this weakness, what are the, what are the others? What, yeah. Who yes. are, what, are they, what are their problems? Because the dude who just gets them into everything, I'm like, okay, but where does he fail? Fail. Yeah. What, does he can't, what can't he do? Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's fair. I think, and kind of on that note of, of doing better, but not quite landing it. Right. This, I, this, there was a point for me that, and this was the big one that it didn't completely ruin the movie, but I was like, oh, you're so close to getting this right. <laughs> um, because it's kind of a crux of the movie is that she's after the Ares, the God of war the whole time. And she's like. This guy is the, the god of war. He must be the god of war. If I kill him, the entire war is over. And she goes and she kills the guy. Surprise, surprise. The war is not over. And then Steve Trevor has this great monologue yeah. about, um, you know, maybe it's not the god of war. Maybe it really is just us. Maybe yeah. we have to hold ourselves Maybe man is flawed. Maybe man is flawed and we have to fix ourselves. Yeah. And you can help us do that. And I was like, that is, that right there, when I heard that, I was like, yes, they've got it right. This is big. They've now made a picture that is bigger than just the movie that they're making. It has a message right. that plays true for today. It's a timeless message, but now more than ever, really plays true for today. Um, and I was like, that's it. That's the movie. And then two minutes later... Aries shows up and he's like, oh yeah, no, it was totally me the whole time. Yeah, yep. And I was like, ah, damn it. But at the at the same time, I was thinking about it, I was like, I get it. They need to give Wonder Woman, they need to give this character a villain she can actually fight. Yeah. And it feels like a challenge. So I was like, just reverse those two. Yeah. <laughs> like, have her fight Ares. 
kill Ares. And then she goes, well, the war's over. And then the plane is still taking off. Yeah, and it's I agree. like, wait, why didn't it work? And that's what he, he has that monologue of like, yeah. maybe we, you know, maybe it is us. We need to hold ourselves accountable. That has nothing to do with that. Yeah, guy. I think that would have been a great choice. Yeah, I wish they had flipped that. I think, like I said, they're learning from their mistakes. They, they attempted to make something greater than just the movie that they did. And in some ways they did. Because without war, <clears throat> then what is the, what, what do they have to fight? Right. You know, that's without Ares. <clears throat> egging people on right then what's the well the other thing is it also fixes kind of a large plot hole it's not in this plot of the, of the movie but it is a large plot hole in that yeah she kills Ares and the, and the war is uh, is over but we know history yep so we know there's an it does like, this happen in a universe without the korean war the vietnam or war. world war ii Right, yes. Right, but even without the other wars, like, we know there's an exact replica of this war about to come around the corner. Right. So if you kill Ares, and then we see that the war hasn't ended, then it also fixes that, and it explains, like, well, how does this other... Now, the way it stands, it's like, well, how does war continue on without it? Um, I also found, speaking of you bringing up... Speaking of you bringing up her... um, His his monologue, his beautiful monologue in her... you know saying whatever i also found her to be so let's get into the writing a little bit. okay yeah let's do i have a huge problem with the writing throughout the movie and one of the problems is that diana is look they wanted to make her naive and not from civilized society yes but jesus she's just a child she's really not yeah it takes a lot real dumb Uh, well and like stuff like look the, the the no man's land scene it's real cool yeah but it shouldn't have happened because she, this version of Wonder Woman cannot see past the fucking nose on her face. Right. Because they're, Steve Trevor is like, look, are you, do you want to help these four people right. or do you want to save everyone? Right. You know, while you're helping these four people, hundreds of thousands of people, people are, are dying, dying right now. Yeah. The sooner we get there, the sooner those people stay alive and we also help these people. Right. That's what should have happened. It was a really cool scene, but it should have been somewhere else. And on top of that, with the monologue that Steve Trevor gives that's beautiful, she's like, no, I can't do it. It's not worth it. And I'm like, no, no, this isn't this isn't our diplomat. Yeah, you're our, not listening. We need to see <clears throat> we need to see Diana Prince, the diplomat. Right. And see her be like, you know what? You're right, actually. Maybe right. it is just man. Maybe. Right. And maybe that's OK. Yeah, I think that and normally in the comics, she's not written as this night. Every origin story that she has. Right. She's not written as this naive. She, usually what she goes in and I think this is, you could have gotten the same, essentially the same story, but less of the constant scenes of like, right. this is what you guys are doing? Like, the, the, the whole sex scene? Like the talking about sex and the books of it sex? Was cute. And, I get it, but Jesus, it went on way too long. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was a, super awkward. The, I think the only reason I was okay with it, I was like, all right, at least they're bringing some levity to it. Like, it was, it was a good... Yeah, I mean, the DCEU can always use some more comedy. And I think that's why I was kind of okay with it. I was fine with it. But but what you can do, instead of making her this wide-eyed puppy dog of like, oh, let's do this and this is what's going on, you, you you can give her the same line but a different intention with it Yes, where she comes in stronger and she's like, I'm going to fix everything. Yeah. You guys are screwed up out there and I'm going to come in and fix everything. And then she looks around at the sheer carnage that is world war one. Right. And she's like, 
this is what's going on it, out here? It, it can be like what a, the fuck is wrong? Have with you seen you guys? the Fifth Element? Uh, bits. Of, I've seen part. I think I've seen every part of it, but never in order. So there's a there's a a, a scene. I mean, throughout the movie, it's about this alien being, right? right? Uh, played by um, what's Mia her face? Jovovich. Mia Jovovich. Mia Jovovich. And she is throughout this movie just cycling through an, an online encyclopedia, right. right? Like Wikipedia, basically. She's just going from A to Z of just right. like what's what's an apple, what's an art, what's an aardvark, what's a, and just like oh, yeah. reading, just and learning, just scanning and scanning. Next thing, next thing, next thing, over and over and over again. And eventually, by the end of the movie, she gets to W and she reads War, right? And it's this great scene where you can see flashes of the pictures she's seeing of of famous photos from from various wars right and while she's watching them and you see them reflect onto her face she starts crying right and there can be a moment with wonder woman there's there's a strength and vulnerability right and she is not vulnerable once in this movie yeah um there's very little femininity at all actually and strength through femininity right um one of the problems i had as well was uh when she's a child and they're teaching her how to fight right um her teacher, I can't remember her name. Uh, Robin Wright. Yes, yep, that's the character name. Uh, Robin Wright. <laughs> I can't remember her name yeah. either. Uh, says you doubt yourself, right? And that's your weakness. Yes. Maybe this was intentional, but she doesn't doubt herself. In fact, if anything, her right. weakness is that she's too stubborn. You set up, yeah, in that which is kind scene, of annoying. You set up what should be. The climax of the scene. Uh, the climax I, yeah, of the movie. I would almost prefer it. I would almost prefer it if her flaw was that she doubts herself too much, and eventually she realizes, "No, I need to be strong." Stronger, yeah. And that I think would send a better feminist message, anyway. Right. You know that like women are constantly told to be quiet or to stop talking or don't gossip or right. sit down, know your place. You know, you don't get to speak at this or whatever. And especially back in the day, but certainly it still happens. Yes. Um. And many young women grow up and, and start to doubt themselves. This could have been a great feminist sort of movie and uh, yeah, moral. where you watch where you watch her go through the same thing. Yeah, because there's a strength there's a, a, there's a strength for a character in relatability in mm-hmm. the idea that I'm watching when I go to the movies. Um, I go and I, because I. I, and I think this is true for everybody. I go because I personally want to see myself on screen. Yes, definitely. And so when I go and see someone like Wonder Woman, if I'm a young woman, which I'm t- again, I know these are t- two white. These are two guys like talking about this, so I, yeah. I'm very aware of that. Yeah. Um, People but, often mistake you for a woman. Oh, uh, very much, especially but, if but, it's just the voice that you're listening right, to. Right, but it is. You but are it, a man. I am, in fact, all man, baby. <laughs> um, but. Except for my left foot. But if I'm, well, listen, it was a harsh accident and I don't yep. want to talk about it. Okay. Um, but if I'm, if I'm a young woman and I'm watching a character on screen, yes, there is something inspiring on seeing just two hours of a strong woman. I get that. But I think there is a stronger message in showing someone that strong have doubt in herself yes. and then overcome that. 100%. Because that's more true to life yeah that's more true of what the person in the audience is going to feel there's never going to be someone who goes through the entire situation of anything where at one point they go they they don't go maybe this isn't going to work maybe i'm not good enough to do this maybe you know well and i think a person is more relatable if they are not invincible no no you're using really nice words i think she borders on arrogant 
conceded. Yeah. She's like, no, I know that this is, this is the guy. Right. How, you don't trust me that I know that right. this is the guy? What's wrong? Get out of my way. This right. is the guy. Right. With no reason. Well, but, and this is where I kind of go back to my point about switching those two, those two plot points. Right. Is that the whole movie, she's like, no, it's Ares, the god of war. It's Ares, the god of war. And then guess what? It's Ares, the god of war. Yeah. Which does nothing to help her character. Right. Because at the end of the day, she goes, no, see, I was right. It was Ares, the god of war. And then the war ended. So right. I know exactly what I'm talking <laughs> yep, about. Yep. I have no flaws. I have no flaws whatsoever. You were dumb for doubting me. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, whereas it's a better, it's better for, in the long run, for the character, it's, if she's like, it's Ares, it's Ares, it's Ares. And they're like, I don't know if it is. Yeah. And then she kills Ares and it's not. And yeah. she goes, I got to take it. Okay. I can't just jump into things and assume that I know everything. I yeah. have to evaluate the whole situation. Yeah, I agree. Um, there are, yeah, there, this is, like I said before, there's a, it's a big step in the right direction. It's not quite, they're not quite there yet. Yeah. I they're agree. like so close that I can see yeah. it. This is this is on par. Like they finally reached Marvel mm-hmm. level quality. Yeah, which is yeah. good. But they're reaching like Incredible I'd, Hulk. I, you yeah. know what? I'm even going to put it ahead of Incredible Hulk quality. Yeah, and say, I put like, it like around Doctor Strange. Like, yeah, well, you see, you like Doctor Strange a little more than I did. But I, I put I was it around like, like Thor quality. See, I hated Thor. Thor Dark World quality. All right, I like Thor Dark. Yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. Which is um, funny because I think most people would disagree with us because most people did not like that movie. I actually and we like both, that movie. I, know, I mean, I've only do. seen it once, even though I own I've it. Seen it. I twice. should watch it again. I like. But it. I actually enjoyed it. I liked it, it yeah. both times. Meow, meow. I'm trying to think. Well, what, what do you think about the direction? I do like the direction. Directing was great, right? Yeah, let's get into things we did like. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. Um... I don't think that, there's anything else I didn't like, so yeah, be good. Uh, I love I love the direction. So good. Um, she's amazing. You, yeah, she is amazing, and and um, she's back again. Patty Jenkins. Patty Jenkins. Yeah, yeah. fantastic. Um, what do what else has she done? Do Monster. We know? Oh well, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, good choice. Her and I got to tell you, not only is it great that this is a woman director directing any movie, not only is it great seeing a director, a woman director direct a movie solely around a woman mm-hmm. but she can direct action really well real well really well like as on much par as, or better yeah, than the other dceu movies. as much as i didn't like the motivation for the no man land sequence yeah it's a great sequence it's beautiful it's a and like i said it should have just been put somewhere else but yeah it's, it's got or just given a different same. motivation i will say as well actually one all right mm-hmm. not to go back to things we didn't like right but i do want to also mention that one of the things i really didn't like about the no man's land scene and throughout the entire movie is that she's constantly like all these all these people are dying right, right. she's like we've got to save people so what does she do kill everyone. everybody so like the yeah. no man's land scene no man's land scene what that scene needed and what the rest of the movie needed was her just like knocking people out and we see her in one scene break a rifle over her back yeah just keep breaking rifles yep and they and then take them hostage they yep. have no guns yeah just all right and then the good guys do have guns great just <clears throat> take them wherever you need them to go right but yes the no man that scene uh, the fight scenes in this movie are 
outstanding phenomenal like better than almost any other fight movie i've ever seen yeah <laughs> the scene definitely the, better the, than any any dc movie the fight I scene would in even the back say alley good portion of the marvel of the marvel sure movies. yes i agree the the scene in the back alley with steve trevor is so Great. good they have a the camera from bird's eye and you yeah. see oh, it's when magic. the three of them surround yes. her and they're just fine and by the way at first it was like they don't even just shoot steve trump but at the same time i was like no i get it because they're trying they're like what the fuck is going on they tried to shoot him first right no i meant after that like because he's, oh. he's right behind her or something right right but i but get now it. they're like, focused on her but they're so focused on but her. they also know that if they try to shoot him she can block the bullet which by the way i think I don't know if this was done consciously. It feels like it was just in the vibe of that scene. But I think it's kind of a great nod to the Donner Superman yes. scene. Which is great. Yeah. I love that they... be, And I love that it's a nod to that Superman. Yep. And not the current Superman. Yep. Um, of like, we can do this. We're going to go in this direction. We're Should have been with- Superman Returns. Why didn't we have a nod to that? Why didn't why didn't they shoot the shoot the gun and then she just then caught it, it in her hit, eye? It got hit yeah. in the eye. Why yep. not? Um, on that note, I loved that they gave that she gave the Amazonians like a specific fighting style. Yeah, that was that cool. is true to only that. Like they're back flipping. Like it's mm-hmm. very. Well, there were a it's couple. Very there were a couple different styles because if you remember, there was one character who is very large who has a very. Mm-hmm grounded stance yes and her method i i don't even think she had a name in the the movie unfortunately but there's a whole part where she's just standing on a rock and people are trying to knock her down and she's just taking the hits and then shoving people and that was (laughs) not miss that oh yeah it's right near the beginning but it's not super elegant at all right but it's it's interesting to see that there are different types for the different types Types of people people, yeah. yeah but i just love that like the they you know they're clearly um it's not a specific fight. It's specific right. to them, but it's not like a fighting style right. that I would recognize it. Correct. But like, just the, like she does that great flip over the fence and yeah. it's not a normal flip. It's like this elegant yeah. backflip. Well, there are, there are some insane, like the stunts in this fucking yeah. movie. And it's hard to that, tell what stunts and what CGI. That great shield, the three yeah. arrow yep. move was beautiful. Yep. Uh, um, the, them coming down on the ropes is gorgeous. There's a great part where it, it looks like a real thing, where a person slides down off, sort of off of hanging off of a horse to pick up their shield off the ground and then comes back up. Oh, really? Yeah, you got to watch this movie again. I got it. Well, because they it was very well. Pa- I mean, it was yes, fast, it's very fast. quickly paced. Um, the three arrow shot is three arrow shot is tremendous. Great. And like the cool thing of like she sticks all of her arrows in the sand. That I did love. Like, really good. Because at first I thought it was a sword or something. Mm-hmm. I, I missed what it was. She's and just then pulling she pull, pulls it out. I was like, oh, fuck. Genius. Yeah. Uh, um, and and the reintroduction of the shields when they yell shield yes, and he jumps and that she, was yeah, that was a great jumps. callback that yeah. was fantastic. Um, the thing I loved most about that beach scene, which by the way, minor plot hole that I noticed was like What's that? they cover so they cover the island with this like magic spell dome yeah. that just makes the place invisible and I guess creates a fog yep. or something around it. <laughs> But just anybody can pass through yep. there. So the only plot hole I saw with that, I was like, I don't get it. No one's accidentally done this before, ever. The ocean's no very big. Ever done it. Ever. Like, because Diana is like, you're a man. Like, this is the, the first time she's ever saw a man or anything like that. I and mean, I was I, like... I sort of forgive it, because... I was... Well, okay, no, 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 like, I can. But I can, you know what I mean? Like, no, I, I like, do. But no one's ever done. But this why before? would they? 
this is the first great world war. Right. Why would any, there would be no need. I guess the, I guess. If it was out of the way, there were channels to take. Right. I guess the question is, where is, where is this island in relation to the ocean? Yeah. Because you're right, there are channels to take, but I'm, but part of me was like, but the other thing is this thing has been around since ancient Greece. Right. So. Yeah. (laughs) But she hasn't. I wanted to, well, no, but although they never really established how, how old she is. Right. But. Yeah, I get it. She hasn't been around since ancient Greece, but at no point, yeah. <laughs> at no point has any ship or plane ever like pass through this thing that they have no that this that Diana has maybe never it's seen the Bermuda Triangle anything of the outside. Yeah, I mean that's all I can imagine is that it must that must be the Bermuda Triangle, but it, that was the only time I was like really because the boat just came through mm-hmm. like it just came through no problem. Yeah, and I was like, what? Wait, <laughs> huh? Yeah. Um. That being said, the I think what made that fight scene great is that I totally believed that men with guns and women with bows and arrows and swords were evenly matched. Yeah. Which is a hard thing to do. Yeah. Because genders aside, those two weapons, you'd yeah. think like, oh, guns will just kick their ass. Right. But they don't. Yeah. It's very hard to, to you do that built up, well. You built up characters that I believed could win a fight against being out-armed. Yeah. Which was really, like, very impressive. Yeah. And that's all direction. That's yes. all Patty Jenkins. 100%. Story. So, I love that. Yeah. Um, she sets up scenes really well, too. Uh, she clearly has... Uh, she clearly had a firm grasp before they even started shooting of the beats, the rhythm, yes. the the order the scenes need to go in in order for the movie to make sense. Yeah. Um, the plot holes are plot holes that can't be changed. It's very clear. Look, Zack Snyder wrote this. It was probably just riddled with shit. And I I, I would be incredibly surprised <clears throat> if she did not fix it right. up a lot. She Well, she actually was the one who pushed for the No Man Land scene. Perfect. She Great. Pu- she was like, this has Jesus. to be in the movie. That's insane to me that she even had to bring that up. They didn't. Yeah, they didn't, didn't want that in. And she was like, "No, this is the this is it. You have to have her go into no man's land." Christ! I mean, it's World War One. It's this. That's the staple of of World War One. Isn't it? Is a no Insanity. man's Insanity. Um. What? <clears throat> uh, can you even imagine yeah. that movie without that scene? Yeah. I mean, it's also a testament to her that, like we said, the one big thing about this movie is that Wonder Woman's character is like doesn't change for three quarters of the movie. She's this wide eyed puppy dog, right? And it's the same kind of scene over and over again. And she has been able to pace this movie out enough that you don't feel like you're just watching the same scene over and over again. You do feel like the plot is moving forward, even though she's constantly saying the same thing. Yeah. So kudos to Patty Jenkins for making that. Fantastic. And we we (laughs) talked briefly about uh, Gal Gadot. I I feel like... I was concerned going into it, but I don't think there's a person who could play that role better now. I I don't think so either. I, yeah, at least not one that I that I know of off yeah. the top of my head. Yeah, exactly. Um, she, yeah, I, I, you know, there's, you don't have to be Meryl Streep to in order to. To a character like Wonder Woman. Correct. You have to hit a few things just right. Well, superhero movies in general. Like, look at right. the actors we have. RDJ is a very good actor, but, right. like, Chris Evans yeah. is fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. the, You have to be a type. A, yeah. a type you have to be of a actor. Type. And she can... You have to convey strength. Yeah. 
And you have to convey strength in silence, especially for this character. Yes. And she does that very well. Yeah. Um, as much as I couldn't stand <clears throat> the naivete. Yeah. She does that very well, too. She does. Which at least gave her a dynamic. The, she has to convey just a few key emotions. And she can do that. And she can do a lot with a little. Which is really what you need for this. Yeah. Um, what else? What else, indeed? Uh, CGI. Um, I'm not in love with the lasso. Yeah. Because it's mostly a whip. Yep. Really, I was fine with it, except for the point, the fact that it literally wasn't a lasso. Yeah. It wasn't the, I don't know. It looked like a cartoon. Yes. So I wasn't in love with it. I, I was like, they can do better with it. it. I get it. No one's ever done this before. So it's going to be. I was mostly sold on that. <clears throat> there, there are parts where Wonder Woman is a cartoon. And that was the part. That, those are the parts that. Uh, irked me more than anything was that like there are clearly parts that this it, is cgi it, yes it stops being gal gadot and turns into like a computer making a fake person yeah that's fair um yeah it wasn't always on point or at least they they didn't use it sparingly enough that i didn't notice right because there were whole sections of it i was like oh this is clearly all fake yeah and I, that being said, I'm sure there's actually a lot more that I was like, I would, when, if they had told me this was CGI, I would have been like, oh, I didn't even have any clue. Um, <clears throat> yeah, it wasn't the best effects in the world. Um, yeah, everything else more than made up for it, though, I feel. Like, the, those fight scenes are... Those fight scenes Even are with great. the CGI, I'm like, eh, it doesn't matter. Yeah, like, if you can't get... If she can't do it, she can't do it. really you know? well. Yeah. Um... So, uh, yeah. la- last thing I want to say on this okay. is the only thing that would have made this movie better is if they had replaced all the women with men. Agreed? Oh, yeah. Uh, okay, yeah, great. Absolutely. Great. Um, I did, it did inspire me to think up, um, and maybe this is something we can do kind of like in the vein of our last Joker storyline. It actually made me think of a Wonder Woman storyline that I think would be really interesting. Is it if Wonder Woman were a man? Maybe a super man instead of a wonder woman yes okay um wonder woman's mother is hippolyta right right now in the comics hippolyta is actually um the first wonder woman oh so because wonder woman has been around since world war ii she was the um it's been retconned that hippolyta was like the golden age wonder woman okay um I don't know if that's still true after so many relaunches or something, but that was, that was true for a while, but she had basically, she had had contact with man's world before. Um, it's also true. This isn't in the comics. Hippolyta, the character has appeared in other venues. Most famously, she's a character in Midsummer Night's Dream. Right. Sure. I think actually it would be an interesting plot line to kind of marry the two so that as an origin story of why Hippolyta does not want Diana to go to man's world. She's gotten a taste of man's world and it is a vague outline of what happened in Midsummer Night's Dream. Because in this story, for all you Shakespeare nerds, out there who know it is that Hippolyta is um, not kidnapped, uh, conquered by, and the Amazons are conquered by. Oh 
shit. Oberon? Not Oberon. That's the that's the Bottom? fairy king. That's who are you the, who are you talking about? Um, which character? There's a male duke that she has to marry. That she's supposed to marry. Hippolyta is supposed Isn't to marry. Isn't that Bottom? Him. It's not Bottom. That's the guy that gets the donkey's head. Yeah. Nope. It's not him. Hold on. Pause. Wait. Hippolyta is the the goddess, right? Hippolyta is the Amazonian. Oh, Theseus. Theseus, thank you. You know what's funny about that? I played that character in college. Really? <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. So uh, I thought I I forgot. I thought Hippolyta was the fairy queen. No, you're thinking of Titania. Right. Okay. So Hippolyta is supposed to marry Theseus, right? Because she had been she and the Amazons had been conquered, right? So I'd love to see that kind of that plot line. It's not. I'm not saying like just do Midsummer Night's Dream in a comic form. What I'm saying is. Take the storyline of when... Just incorporate it. Yeah, when Theseus had um, conquered the Amazonians and then what it was like to live under that for... And then how did they escape? And how did they escape? And then they they end up on Paradise Island. Yeah, that's good. And you can include things... You can include the fairy world. I mean, we have the Greek gods, so you can incorporate these mystic elements. But, you know, make Puck a slightly different character. Make, um... You know, so subvert whatever William Shakespeare wrote as and adapted to a comic book. That sounds venue. great. Yeah, we got to do that. But it's an origin story of why. So when whenever Diana is like, well, why I don't understand why can't I go to Man's World? Hippolyta There's is a speaking. Reason. Yeah, is uh, Hippolyta is speaking from experience on the cruelty of man that many people know already. That many people Something can kind they, of relate to. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. we all know that stupid show. I think if we end up doing something like that, it's just going to be, we're going to have five issues and each one is just going to be an act of Midsummer. Possibly. (laughs) I mean, you could, you could, you could do that in like a five issue thing. And again, kind of subvert the acts of Midsummer Night's Dream, but, but make it a little more superhero esque. It would actually be a a really cool idea to make it like, yeah, like a little more actiony, but make it, yeah, five issues, one act for each issue. Right. And like, do it sort of in a Shakespearean way. Right. Exactly. Kind of cool. Yeah. I thought, but I, as I was watching, I was like, they never acknowledged that she is a character in Midsummer Night's Dream. Yeah, it's true. And I was like, you should, you should just incorporate it in. And Puck can be like a Mixie's piddling type, type of character. Yeah. Maybe we'll do that at some point. Yeah. So, uh. You ready to move on to reading assignment? Yeah, you got anything else assignments. you want to say? Nope, that's it. That's all there is to say about that's it. That's all there is. I don't want to hear any more about it. Speaking of Chris Evans. Yep, that's true. Chris Evans. So way back when, my last reading assignment was Snowpiercer. Yeah. Um, is it I, your assignment or my assignment if I assign you it to you? It, oh, no, it's my assignment. You give me an assignment, so it's mine. But it's my assignment to you. They never say... if. No, it's my assignment. Okay, all right, that's fine. I didn't want to take up this much it's time. Gotta be, I was yeah, just it's curious. gotta be my assignment. Also, here's one. Okay. I, I asked a bunch of people this the other day, and we never reached a consensus. Actually, one of these people was Jim Fagan, who hopefully will be on the show soon. Oh, yeah. He, and I asked, when someone says something is all downhill from here, does that mean it's going to get better or worse? Worse. Okay. So... Are, yeah you're sure most people said so if i say like i mean it was i mean i did the worst of it so it's all downhill from here that doesn't make any sense really yeah 
actually everyone else gave me the opposite answer. They all said, oh, that means it gets easier. And I said, really? You don't ever say like... You know, I think now that, now that I think back on it, I'm pretty sure I've heard it used both times. That's what I'm it, saying. And it makes sense. I think we determined that it had to do with context. It does have to do with... You're right. It does have to do with context. But so if someone says... It's all downhill. If someone... Yeah. If you go to see a friend in a play and that person says, what did you think? And they say, well, my day's going to be all downhill from here. Does that mean... They no. thought it was good or they it, thought it was bad. But you're right. You could say it either way. I love it. Actually, I'm going to use that for so many things now <laughs> and just not explain it. Because that's the other thing is no one's going to go. Everyone hears it and thinks that they know what it means. Yep. And they'll just pass by. Yeah. They'll just let it go. Yep. Because I think it's such a general statement and mm-hmm. it's such a, a cliche statement that people don't even hear it when you say it. Anymore. Exactly. They just go, yeah, that's it. And they just move on. I love it. Holy shit. This is changing my life. So you thought Snowpiercer was good? Yeah, I did. I like I liked this a lot. Um, the first half is interesting. It's a little slow to yeah. me. Um, let it's, me back it, up. Back it's up. French. Yeah. Um, it's been a long time since I've read this, by the way. Right. Let me back up a little bit. Um. It, Back it, up before is, the first half. Yeah, before the first half to the forward that they write. And let me critique that in detail. <laughs> no, the overall, this is a, it's a gritty, dark story. But if you have seen the Chris Evans movie, it is not gritty and dark in that same way. Right. It's gritty and dark in a comment on society type right. of way, not just in um, kind of atmosphere or texture. Correct. Um. The first half to me was a little slow. Yeah. Now, it's a lot of exposition. Of, it's a lot of exposition. And and again, part of this is I have seen the movie. Right. Well, so I was going to say as well, in, in a movie, you can just, I mean, if you get a shot of them in the back room, right. you get sort of, you don't need as much exposition no, in a yeah, movie. Yeah. But what I was going to say is like a good, pretty much all of that movie is like what the first half of this book is like. Right. So it's them just trying to get to Correct. the front of the train. Yeah. And seeing different cars and da da da, and that's the first half of this book. It's really like laying out the world, um, and what is going on with society. And you pick up little bits of exposition here and yeah. there, but for the most part, it's like, and now there's the religious car, and this is the greenhouse, and right. this is how we do this, and blah blah blah. And if you've seen the movie, you've seen two hours of that already. So the first half of this is like, yeah, I kind of, I get it. It's every car's different. Blah 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 blah. Um. Where it really picks up for me is when the disease starts happening. Yeah. Because that is, A, different from the movie. Um, so for those of you who have not seen the... Who have seen the movie but have not read the book... Um, actually, let me start this. For those of you who have not seen the movie or read the book, <laughs> I guess I should explain it. Snowpiercer is about um, the world has gone Arctic. Um I would say some kind of nuclear bomb or well, hydrogen they, no, bomb. No one knows how, right? In this book, they they talk about how they, uh, you know, no one knows how really. There there are, there right. are people who are saying, yeah, well, maybe it might it's be this, this maybe it might it's be that. that. Yeah. Anyway, it's a it, but it's a post apocalyptic. It's almost post post apocalyptic. Um, the the um, the entire world is covered in snow and ice, right? Uh, and the temperature is now dropped far below what any human being can survive. Right. And there is a train that was built just for this kind of 
emergency, mysteriously just for this emergency, um, that the entire civilization lives on now. And it continuously just runs across the uh, around the circumference of the Earth. Um, the front half is supposed to live in great uh, excess. The back half lives uh, in absolute... Um, Poverty. Poverty. Yeah, I was trying to think of a different Destitution. word. Destitution. Destitution is the exact word I was trying to think of. Um, and then every car in between from there kind of goes in shades of that. Um, and you get a feeling for, as they move through the cars, you get a feeling for how this train works, how these people survive, the class structure of this society that is just living on this train. In the second half of the book a disease is talked about that is starting to kill everyone and make its way from the back to the front. And so it's a, it's a story about class structure. It's a story about, um, you know, what we do to each other in order to survive. Um, and that's where it got really interesting to me is this idea of like, is the disease real? Is it not real? What's going on? There's kind of of a mystery and an intrigue and um well there's a metaphor as well in the fact that uh how easy it is to take down the rich once how how quickly knowledge spreads right and and mis <clears throat> misinformation as yes. well once that kicked in it really became very interesting to me and it moved along a lot quicker yeah um the dialogue in this and this is because it's i think this is because it's french and so it's translated. Yeah. But the dialogue is a little stilted. Yep. So that as well, during the first half, I was like, oh, this is a bit of a slog. Um, but then it moves very quickly. And it becomes even more interesting. And it, it builds up to an ending that I go, oh, I want to read more. Yeah. Because it builds up to an ending of him being in charge of the train and not knowing yeah. if anyone has survived. Yep. Um, and kind of has like this Twilight Zone ending. Of, like, you don't ever answer that question. You just see him being in charge of the train. And it's it's almost a be careful what you wish for ending. Right. Because all he wanted to do was get to the front of the train and become one of the... I mean, that wasn't all he wanted. But that's right. kind of the goal of everyone yeah, in the yeah. back of the train. Is to get up to the front of the train and become one of them. And he gets to the as far front as you can go. He gets beyond the rich and to be in, almost the god of this world. Yeah. And then he has no idea if anyone has even survived to care for. Um, which, by the way, the only big plot hole that I had in this is at the very end, right before he shoots out all the windows in <laughs> yeah. like a fit of madness yeah. and kills the woman he loves yeah. for like no reason at yeah. all. No, definitely. For like none. Yeah, yeah. He was true. like, yeah, well, what do you think about this? And he just shoots all the windows and then everyone freezes to death. And it wasn't even like, that's the only way I can survive. Like, I have to kill this guy or this guy's going to kill me. And I have, you know, one bullet left. And this is the only way I can do it is to like, he was just like, well, fuck you guys. And he like <laughs> blew away all the windows. And yeah, but you weren't expecting that. I wasn't you? expecting it. I was like, oh, God. But then she died, and he's like, oh, no, what have I done? And I was like, well, you're a jackass. Yeah, That's what yep. you've done. Yeah, well, he's a flawed human being. He's a flawed human being, so I guess I'll take it. But it was, there yeah. was a moment where I was like, <laughs> why, why was that choice made? 
I mean, he probably didn't get a great education in the back car. Yeah, but he knows if you shoot out a window, probably yeah, you'll die. Uh, I uh, it does make me want to read the 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 next one. Though. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, yeah, I've got some bad news about that. <laughs> maybe maybe you will find it different. I haven't read any reviews or anything, but okay. I I've read the second one and it is my least favorite by far. Okay. The third one is it's worth reading the second one to get to the third one in my opinion. Okay. It's very good. It's probably. a trilogy? Yeah. It's okay. Is it was it meant to be a trilogy? I don't know if it was meant to be. It's finished now though. Okay. Like they're not making any more as far no, as No, but I, know. I meant um I mean was this written with the A sequel in mind? I don't think anyone ever, anything ever is. I mean, people disagree with me on that, right. but like when the Wachowski brothers were like, "Oh, we were always going to make a Matrix." Three Matrixes. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm like, no, you weren't. Yeah, you weren't going to do anything unless it made money. Okay. You know, that's uh, sort of my feeling. Like Star Wars would not have, we would not have had Empire Strikes Back if Star Wars didn't make money. Right. Right. right, right. So uh, it's it's hard to say. Okay. Uh, I don't think there's anything where they were like, "Oh, we wrote all, we wrote one very long book and cut it into three parts into three or whatever." Parts. Okay, that's what I'm really yeah, curious no. about. So it doesn't feel like they developed a full three-part storyline and then was like, this is going to be one, two, and three. No, it doesn't. In fact, the second one feels very different. Um, they're all three incredibly different stories. Okay. And I forget which ones, but some of them take place very different times apart. Oh, okay. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, yeah, you'll have to, I'll, I'll assign them at some point. Yeah. Please do. Yeah, I, yeah. It was it was definitely more than good enough to make me want to dive further into this world. Yeah, uh, which is always kind of the best goal that you can have yeah, in mind. That's true. Um, so it's definitely one um, I do recommend people picking up. I'm not going to be like oh, and, the first wait, half is slow. So and fuck this noise. And but, reading. Um, nah, just have it on just, your coffee table yeah, to make you look it. smart. Yeah. that's pretty much it. I like to just leave it out. And when they're like, Snowpiercer, what is this? I'm like, oh, well, it's a French comic book. <laughs> Stars Chris Evans. <laughs> As all French comic books do. <laughs> yep. Um, cool. I uh, Oh, I have to give you a new uh, yeah, reading this. Yes. Don't I? Do you, ha- do you have something me. prepared? I do. Excuse me for one moment. I legitimately thought you were going to go underneath the table that we're at. Yes. I kept these hidden over here so that you wouldn't be staring at them is it ghostbusters i should i see it it's about time that you saw these now is it porn oh i'm giving you rise of the the planet of the apes and dawn of the planet oh they don't have the same cover they don't have the same cover no um war for the planet of the apes comes out july 14th i feel like this is a movie i i'm definitely gonna go see it um, I feel like this is a movie that we should probably cover. Ugh. You've never seen these movies. You Ugh. don't know if they're good. Is what Charlton you... Heston in them? No. <laughs> that is not the reaction I thought you would have. <laughs> um, that was my Charlton Heston impression. This Ugh. is... Let me, let me just say this. Mm-hmm. This is actually a science fiction movie that even my wife wants to go see. And she never wants to go see any movies. Yeah, but she likes the Star Wars prequels. <laughs> I, I, I understand what you're saying, and that is a valid point, and I can't argue for that. <laughs> but I'm just saying, she never likes any movies that I like, and she likes this movie. That probably means that you have bad taste in movies. I think we've already established that as well, and there's no need to beat a dead horse. <laughs> that being said, I think you should give these a try 
you may actually enjoy them. Do I have a choice? Well, that's the other thing about this is no, you don't. Okay, great. So, <laughs> there. So, I give these to you. Thank you. Is one of them a Blu-ray? Both of them are Blu-rays. Both of them are? I think All they right. have DVDs in them. Okay, great. Let's I'll, I'll figure it out. No, let's figure it out now. Let's do it on mic. That's going to be the most interesting thing. Get there's your a... darn day pans off me. Yeah, does anyone Does anyone say get your darn day pans off me? Um. If you say yes, I'll see them. Yes. Great. Actually, I think they do. They mu- I, I'm thinking, I haven't seen... Rise Gary Oldman's in one. in one of these, isn't he? Yeah, he's in the second one. All right, one. that'll make it easier. Yeah. The first one, I will warn you right now, has James Franco. Does it also have Seth Rogen? Does this not have a DVD? Maybe that doesn't. But it's anyway. fine. I'll, I'll figure it out. I, um, I've got a PS4. I'm oh, in, then you can totally watch this. I'm in between places right now right and things um but i'll i mean my computer might be able to play blu-ray and if not i'll just i'll figure it out well the one is a dvd the first one is has a dvd so you're fine great um i will warn you james franco is in the first one but on the plus side so is john lithgow oh so you got that do they play monkeys no Uh. but andy circus plays a monkey oh yeah that's good yeah all right, so I'm going to give you... This. All right, thank you. Right. You're really pulling at my heartstrings, like, back and forth, back and I feel so... I feel like a, a, a teeter-totter. I know you do. I know you do. Yeah. Gary Oldman, James Franco, John Lithgow, not monkeys, Andy Serkis. Let Andy Serkis play in a monkey and John Lithgow get you through the first one so that you can get to Gary Oldman in the second one. Rise, then dawn. <laughs> I know what a question you're going to ask me. It's Rise and then Dawn. Oh, that's not the question I was going to ask, but... Okay. Yeah, that's a legitimate question, though. Yep. But, no, what I was... Oh, one of them's got James Franco on the back, so... I got it. Uh, but one of the things I was going to say is... Uh, how pretentious do you have to be to name a Planet of the Apes DVD the Ultimate Edition? <laughs> Pretty damn pretentious. Oh, wow. Is that the one with James Franco on it? No, it's no, the one with it's Gary, the Oldman. One Gary Oldman. That's why, okay. then. That's why. Because anything with Gary Oldman in it is the ultimate edition. It already is. Yeah. There's actually no special features on this. No, it's, <laughs> it's just, just... A, it's just a two-hour picture of him. <laughs> it's just a close-up on his face during every scene. Yeah, exactly. Um, um, he's that's like, it. get your damn day pans off me. That's my Gary Oldman impression. Flawless. Thank you. You're welcome. It's hard because... Which Gary Oldman do you do an impression of? True. It's true. Um, I always say... The professional. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Get your damn day pants off me! Everyone! That's pretty accurate. Thank you. I'm going to cut that. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> that's going to do it for us. Yay! We did another thing. We did it. We set out to do a thing. We've not been canceled. And then we did it. The internet hasn't canceled us yet. You'd think they'd get around to that, wouldn't they? I'm nodding. Yeah, that's fair. Um, hey, Andrew, you wanna, should we split it? You want to split it again? Yeah. Do you want to do the opposite? All right. So I got to start off. Yeah. Hey, Chris. Yeah. Where can they find us? Uh, well, they can find us at our Twitter handle at, at Media Lunch Break. That's true. They can also find us on Facebook. 
Uh, they can find us at our website, themedialunchbreak.com. Or they can email us at themedialunchbreak at gmail.com. They can uh, subscribe to us on iTunes. Or on Google Play Music. Or on SoundCloud. Or on YouTube. And if you uh, subscribe to us on YouTube, if we get 100 subscribers, we're going to start giving out free stuff. Oh, you're going to want the free stuff. Yes, it's so good. Also, you can um, head over to Patreon and chuck in a dollar or two. Keep it going for us. Uh, keep the pizza coming. Keep the mics on. Keep something. I'm, we're not really sure what we need to do And that's patreon.com slash the media lunch break. Thank you very much. Uh, yeah, that's it. That's the end. It's all but one of my digits. I still haven't... <laughs> I still <laughs> All but two of my digits. Ooh. I still haven't set up that Pinterest yet. Maybe an Etsy account? Ooh, Etsy would be nice. What should be our tenth thing? Eric Fresnerd. Um, Canadian woman. Those are all three of the listeners Canadian that I... Canadian woman? Yes, those are all three of the fans that I talk to on Twitter. I don't know the Canadian woman. How dare you? You need to get on the level and realize who our fans are. Okay, one, I That's don't think so disrespectful. on the level is an actual phrase. How dare you? It's streets ahead. Okay, Jesus. Anyway, what, was, what the fuck was I going to say? Tweet oh, at us. we need a 10th thing. Yeah, tweet at us what our last social media... Should we get a Tumblr? <laughs> Let's get... Okay, hilarious. we can either get... A grinder? Or... Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> or? Or, what's the other one that's not a grinder? Is it Tumblr? No, what's the other one that's not Tinder. Grinder? Tinder. Grinder we, or Tinder? You know, there are. There, I remember when. Uh, Everybody tweeted us, do we get a grinder? Wait, 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 wait. No, no, no. This isn't official yet. I remember when uh, Bernie Sanders was still in the, uh, the primaries and someone made a. Oh, I wish I could remember what it was called, but it was a it was a Bernie like voters of for Bernie Sanders dating website. Holy shit, really? Yeah, so we could get one. Is it still <laughs> there? I'm sure it is. Oh. What should we just list a bunch? Let's okay. <laughs> Which we're gonna make a collective account on a dating on a dating website. We can do okay Cupid. You you oh, guys plenty of fish. You guys tweet no, I want them to tweet us. Christian Mingle. It could be Christian Mingle. It could be what's whatever the Jewish version of Christian Mingle is. No, there is one. I know, I just but that's just a is. weird way to say um, that. It could be the farmer's version. Alright. There's the farm one. Alright, I'm gonna make a poll on Twitter. Yes. We can't have too many options. We only have three people. No, I really want <laughs> like I I really want this to happen. That, that's why I think don't even make a poll. Just let them just let them tweet at us what they think it should be. Just there might be people who listen to us who just start following us on Twitter just for this. But we're tweet us which <laughs> we should make Ber- a, Bernie Singles. Ah, <laughs> oh, should we get a Bernie Singles account? That so Bernie Singles, Grinder, Tinder, okay Cupid. I'm uh, voting for Grinder. Um. There's you already have one, though, probably, right? Yeah, but I'll make two. That's okay, fine. good. Uh, but this is collectively... To get double the dick. If, they, <laughs> if we make this account and someone tries to date us, we both only show up in tandem. Like, With the mics. <laughs> <laughs> they, all dates must be recorded. <laughs> From start to finish. From start to finish. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That means exactly what all of you think it means. <laughs> all right. Everybody get on that. Let's start a revolution. <laughs> Bye, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>